0: Welcome in, everybody. It is the Week 1 NFL DFS Ride-In Podcast. We're finally here. I'm backing out of my driveway. It's a special day for me, too, because not only is it Week 1 of the NFL season, it is Day 1 of the new school year. If you didn't know, I'm a middle school teacher driving to the first day of school um, pretty much the only thing that gets me through the fact that my two and a half month break is over is the fact that it coincides with the start of the NFL season. So here we are talking about week one, um, probably going to mainly talk cash games. Cause a lot of my written content is about GPP, um, which is on four for four and at fanshare sports. Look at this. I already have construction. One corner turned and I'm at the construction, sitting at a woman holding a stop sign. Perfect. All right, so what better time to start than now? Let's talk about cash game considerations for quarterback. I think that the fact that so much value has opened up um, at the running back and wide receiver position throughout August is going to push a lot of people on to Tom Brady and Philip Rivers and Drew Brees, those guys at the top of the salary board. And I don't think that's the wrong move. I really think that um, both Brady and Philip Rivers are in really good spots, as is Brees. Uh, so I think you're going to see a lot of cash game quarterbacks coming from the top of the salary chart there. As far as running back goes... Um, I think we're in a little bit of a pickle, and I think you're going to have to nail it down to get uh, yourself above the cash line in 50-50s and double-ups and and to hit most of your head-to-heads. So it's Alvin Kamara Chalk Week. Obviously, um, he's being projected out for anywhere from 17 to 22 touches by different sites. And for good reason. Uh, obviously, Mark Ingram is suspended. They released Jonathan Williams. They do now have Mike Gillisley signed and number two on the depth chart. But I don't think that he's going to come in and all of a sudden get a ton of carries right off the bat. He will. I'm sure he'll play and he'll spell Kamara a little bit. But I, don't th- I also don't think they're going to try and get Kamara 20-25 touches like a lot of people are projecting. So at 8,500, I still think he's an okay play, but I don't think he is a must-lock-in, uh, which is kind of being indicated by how heavily he is being touted around the industry. Um, and then you drop down and you have two of the chalkier plays, I think, are going to be Melvin Gordon and Christian McCaffrey. Gordon's a good play. Um, the Chiefs' defense looked absolutely putrid throughout the preseason. Uh I'm probably going to target them a lot. You know how Melvin Gordon is, though. He gets some catches out of the backfield. It looks like Austin Eckler is going to eat into that workload a little bit, um, but Gordon is—I I want to say—he's kind of touchdown dependent um, because he doesn't off—he often, often doesn't have huge rushing games. So you're going to need a touchdown and a couple catches um, or multiple touchdowns, uh, and then he'll have like. 100 all purpose yards or something like that, but I still think he's a really good play at his salary, which is uh, under 7k on DraftKings. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey is the guy that I'm probably going to lock in, and that's just because of his incredibly high floor. Um, we saw in the preseason the usage that he got, he is basically their every down back. He got like in, the, in their dress rehearsal game, he, he had like double digit touches in the first quarter. He had the goal line carries, and he looked good. He he converted on a lot of his goal line carries in the preseason. And he is also going to have, obviously, his five to seven targets a game. Um, So anytime you have a guy that's getting six, seven catches routinely and is also the goal line back, um, I think at his salary, Especially on DraftKings, he's pretty much unavoidable in in cash games, and I don't think he's going to be in the 6K range for long. And then you have uh, you you have a choice, you have an issue, maybe I should even call it, at running back Um, under 5K, there are a ton of guys who are being perceived as values. I don't know how many of them actually are, um, how many of them will have a workload that will support. Putting, locking them into cash games. Obviously the first one that sticks out is Lev Bell is not in camp as of the recording of this, um, and I even think that even if he comes back like on Friday or Saturday, I don't know how much they're going to let him play. Uh, we saw last week they kind of limited, or last year they kind of limited his workload a little bit after he missed camp. Uh, so James Conner uh, looked really good in the preseason, scored a couple touchdowns, was involved in the passing game. Mike Tomlin said he feels confident in the run game this year, even without Levy and Bell. They asked him why. He said James. Uh, so I think at 4,600, James Conner is a pretty pretty good play. Um, and then there's Royce Freeman, who was just named the starter a few days ago. Uh, a lot of people thought it was going to be Devontae Booker. I'm not sure what happened there, that they changed their minds. I mean, maybe they just watched some tape, came to their senses. So Royce Freeman at 4,500. Uh, against a decimated, eviscerated Seahawks defense. Uh, K.J. Wright's not going to play. Earl Thomas is still sitting on the couch. Uh, they lost uh, a good chunk of that vaunted Seahawks defense. So I think Bryce Freeman's in play there as well. Um, and then everybody is all over Rex Burkhead. He's looks like he's not uh, dinged up. As much as people thought, he does have that slight tear in his knee, but he's he's been practicing. He's ready to go. He is uh, 4,200 on DraftKings. Uh, So I think between those three guys, you have somewhat of a a choice to make because I think you're going to roster two of Kamara, Gordon, and McCaffrey, and then one of those 4K guys. Uh, That's just the way I'm looking at constructing it. Um, I usually don't make more than... One 50/50 double up lineup, and then one head-to-head lineup. A lot of times, I just make one for all. Sometimes I, I separate them and, and put a little bit more, uh, a little bit more cor- correlation in my head-to-head plays because I like to, to kind of have that upside of winning all my head-to-heads. But um, yeah, so you're going to have a big choice there, in the 4K range. At wide receiver, Uh, I think there are a few plays that kind of stick out. Obviously, a lot of buzz surrounding Keelan Cole with the injury to Marcus Lee. I don't think that he is a slam-dunk play like everyone else does. Um, I probably will have him in cash, uh, but I think he's a really good fade in GPPs just because there's a ton of options there. Austin Zafarian Jenkins is there. D.D. Westbrook is there. Dante Moncrief is there. They like to run the ball. They like to pound the ball with Leonard Fournette. Uh, T.J. Yeldon catches passes out of the backfield. Corey Grant will catch passes out of the backfield. So I think there's a way that the Jaguars score 24, 28 points, and Keelan Cole doesn't have a smash day. I think there's definitely a path to that. Um, and then there's Manny Sanders. He, he's underpriced, I think. Uh, he looked amazing. In the preseason, Case Keenum's locking onto him, feeding him the ball. He's playing more slot because Cortland Sutton's getting on the field in three wide receiver sets. Um, They're running reverses to him. He scored on a run. Uh, I just think that he's definitely uh, going to be a pretty safe cash game play. Um, One that a lot of people aren't talking about that I think might be um, a sneaky play is Danny Amendola. I know that he's been a popular redraft play. Uh, redraft pick this year, but I don't hear a ton of buzz about him this week. My only concern is the game game flow. Um, I, I could see that Titans Dolphins game being uh, a knockdown, drag him out 17 13 type game. Despite that, um, Amandola is going to soak up a lot of those targets that Jarvis Landry had. Uh, he's going to play mostly in the slot. Um, he works that short to intermediate route perfectly. And he's why they brought. Uh, it's why they brought Danny Amendola in um, to kind of replace a little bit of that uh, Jarvis Landry moving the chains type low A dot route. Uh, there is some fear that Albert Wilson will cut into that, but really Danny Amendola has been the guy throughout the entire preseason. Albert Wilson did have a game where he saw like. Ton of targets, um, but that was, uh, I think, a little bit more of an aberration than anything. At the top of the wide receiver salary range, it's going to be interesting because if you have all this value at wide receiver, you have all this value at running back, like if you're going to play two of the 4K guys at running back with Christian McCaffrey or with Alvin Kamara, and you're going to get Keelan Cole in there, and you're going to play a Manny Sanders. Then you have a ton of money left over. And it's going to, like I said, it's going to cause a lot of people to roster Brady. And it's going to cause a lot of people to roster those top guys. Brady, um, Breeze, and Rivers are probably in the best matchups up the top. Uh, But it's also going to cause, I think, a lot of players to roster at least one high-priced wide receiver. So I like Antonio Brown. Um, A.J. Green is in a really good spot. I think he's going to carry some ownership, despite the fact that he's uh, a pretty volatile play. At least he was last year. He he wasn't normally, but um, <clears throat> I think A.J. Green's okay. Uh, and then, obviously, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a great tournament play that no one's really talking about him. He could run him back with, with New England stacks. So I think he's a decent play as well. Um, and then a tight end. I mean, there's really... There's not a whole lot going on at a tight end. It looks like Jordan Reed's going to be popular because he's going to play. I wouldn't play him in cash. Um, Jack Doyle's probably going to be really popular in cash. He was targeted a ton in that second preseason game. Uh, and then in the third preseason, ga- preseason game, they they kind of featured Eric Ebron. I don't know um, if they were just trying to get his feet wet with Andrew Luck or what. Um, but I think Jack Doyle is going to be very popular. He's probably going to catch a bunch of passes. Um, in that game against the Bengals. But I think this week, and I don't normally spend up at tight end, but I think there's going to be enough salary on the table um, to be able to get up to Gronk. And I think Gronk is in a pretty pretty good spot. Uh, he and Brady, I wouldn't even mind pairing Brady and Gronk up in cash this week. I think they're going to have a pretty big game against the Houston Texans. Uh, I don't normally like to, uh, I don't mind stacking in cash um, one Pass catcher with hit with a quarterback, especially if the salary is low. Like, if you're um, stacking a tight end and the tight end's 3k and the quarterback's 5k, and all you have invested in this cash game stack is 8k, then that's fine. Um, but uh, almost putting in or almost putting uh, 14k into a stack is a little worrisome because if They don't connect. If Brady has a subpar game, it means Gronk is going to have a subpar game. And then you have 14 k wasted. But this week, I I think I'm going to be okay with stacking up Brady and Gronk in cash. um, 50-50, double up, head-to-head, whatever it may be. Uh, So, when it comes down to it, uh, I'm going to basically pick for you or... uh, take my four biggest conviction plays, the guys that I think um, have the best chance of hitting their cash game value, and this week it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, I said the catches are just something that is undeniable, and then if he gets that added goal line work, it's just it's the icing on the cake. Um, they're going to get him 20 touches this week uh, stubbornly. They're going to get him 20 touches this week, but it just makes Christian McCaffrey a really good play. Uh, I'm going to go a Manny Sanders this week. I think that um, in a game game against a secondary that is not as great as it once was, um, coming out of the slot, the way that the chemistry with Case Keenum has looked throughout the preseason, pretty undeniable. Um, and he's only 5K on DraftKings. So I think the PPR scoring there is going to really boost his value. I wouldn't be surprised if he catches six, seven passes this week. So McCaffrey, Manny Sanders. I'm going. Oh boy, here we go. Fire. See, that's what's going to be great about this podcast. You know, who knows what's. I might hit a deer. I might get pulled over. I don't know. Who knows what's gonna happen? It's crazy. But yeah, um, first day of school, wild. Uh, almost there. Pulling in, got kids waving to me on the side of the road. They probably don't know why the heck I'm talking to myself. What is he doing in that car? But uh, but anyway, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Manny Sanders. Uh, I'm gonna say Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's a really safe cash game play. Uh, I think that I, uh, last last year he had a pretty rough week one. Gillis Lee stole a ton of touchdowns. I don't think that happens this year. Um, so I'm going to go Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Manny Sanders, and I'm also going to say Melvin Gordon. I think slotting in Melvin Gordon and <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey is the way to go this week. And whether you make that Alvin Kamara, Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, and go really low... Uh, Salary wide receivers. That's up to you, but I really do think that Gordon and McCaffrey are pretty, um, pretty safe. Cash game plays this week, and also slot in there, Manny Sanders and Brady, and work from there. Um, good luck choosing between the value receivers and value running backs this week. There are plenty of them. Um, that's the one thing that that Week One kind of kind of offers us that I'm not a huge fan of. I, I like the edge of. Um, having a tight cap and not having all these guys that we can slot in. So I may lay off cash a little bit this week and go a little bit more GPP heavy, which is completely unlike me. I'm usually like a 90-10 cash guy. Um, so that will be all for me today. I am at my middle school here. I am about to immerse myself in 12-year-olds that want to learn math, uh, so, uh, kind of stings that the nobody is on the road, nobody's on the beach, feel it in the air, summer's out of reach, a little Don Henley there for you, uh, but football is also here. So we're going to get through this work week, starting on a Thursday, not too bad, and we are going to watch some Falcons-Eagles tonight. I am on Twitter, at Pat James DFS, don't be afraid to hop in Uh, my DMs or shoot me a a mention if you have any questions, love interacting on Twitter. Um, This podcast I hope is enjoyable and informative for you this year, Um, hopefully I don't hit a deer while we're recording, only podcast that you're listening to that the podcaster can potentially hit a deer. Uh, or be pulled over by the police, or uh, who knows, hit a telephone pole while recording. Um, but that's all I have for today. Brady, McCaffrey, Sanders, Melvin Gordon are probably my favorite cash game plays of the week. Uh, at Pat James DFS on Twitter. All my stuff's on 4 for com and FanshareSports.com. Good luck in your week one contests, my dudes.